guys, welcome back to another episode of Rachel and Rachel with Colonel Talks. This is Rachel Courtney. And this is Rachel Porter. And we have an awesome guest today. We're so excited for her. Maris, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my name is Maris Halpern. Um, I currently live in New York City and I work in fashion and media recruiting on the marketing side. Um, and I graduated from the University of Kentucky about a year and a half ago, and I'm so excited to be on this podcast today. You girls are awesome. Two Rachels I got <laughs> on the line with me, so I'm so excited. Um, so tell us a little bit about your time at UK and like where you're from, what your major was. So I, so it's a little bit of a long story, but I'm originally from um, Las Vegas, Nevada, and wow. I was, I know, I know, everyone always, when I was at Kentucky, everyone was like, what, you, you can live there? Um, but <laughs> I'm, originally from, I'm originally from Las Vegas, and my family moved to Ohio, northeastern Ohio, um, when I was about 11 or 12, Okay. and I went to middle school and high school there. And when everyone was kind of looking for colleges to go to, a lot of my friends went to Ohio State or Ohio University or Michigan and things like that, I was like, well, I want to be close, but I also want to be different. And um, I love sports and I love basketball. Like, I, that's like one of my things, and I'll get into that later in the podcast. But um, one of the things that I really enjoy. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll go down and look at Kentucky because it was like six hours away from my house. So I went there to visit. And I absolutely loved it. I thought it was just so, it's like the quintessential, like, picture in your head you get of college, I thought. Um, so I went to Kentucky, or I accepted my letter or whatever, <laughs> and I went there, and my freshman, I like the first month of my freshman year, my family moved back to Las Vegas. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I was, so, you know, when I went home for holidays and weekends and things like that, it wasn't Ohio anymore. It was like, I'm, I have to take a flight home. I can't just drive home. So it was like, it was a very much so real college experience for me where I, yeah. I was far away from home and I, and I didn't know anyone. Uh, I was the only person from my high school, one of the only people from my high school that went to the University of Kentucky. Um, so that was kind of, it was like a little bit of a draw for me. I had a great high school experience. I loved high school, but I wanted a little something a little bit more challenging where I didn't know anybody and I wanted to, you know, be able to be able to do it again. Like I had my high school friends, I love them, but I'm ready to like ex right. expand my horizons. So I went to UK and at first I honestly can say it was really, really difficult for me just because there's a lot of people that already know a lot a lot of people that know each yeah. other so, I'm from Louisville um, too like I'm from Louisville so I'm always feel bad for people that aren't from Louisville at first because I'm right. like it's gonna be kind of hard for you just putting that out there exactly and it's like there's such a big draw from Louisville which is amazing and it's so great that other you know places in Kentucky want to go to the University of Kentucky but for people that are not from there it's, it's just it's it's a great experience but it's difficult sometimes so um, I was like, I need a way to get involved and, and like learn, you know, learn about people and learn about the school. So I thought I was going to rush and I ended up joining a sorority. I joined um, Theta, Kappa Alpha Theta, and it was awesome. And I got to meet all the girls and there was a lot of Louisville people, but also a lot of people from other parts of Kentucky and Nashville and different, different areas. So it was great to 
to learn about all of that and, and make, make Kentucky my new home because my home was so far away. Um, so yeah, so I, I didn't know really what I wanted to do in college, which I don't think a lot of freshmen in college do. And if you do, that's great. But if you don't, there's kind of like this stigma where you need to figure out what you want to do. Like you got to figure it out. When in reality, I didn't, I'm doing now something that I had no even slightest idea that I would ever do in my whole life. And I'm still so young in my career. Yeah. So did you go, like when you were choosing your broadcast journalism major, is that what you thought you wanted to do at the time? Like be a news anchor or work for sports? So I wanted to, my original goal at the time was I wanted to be a sideline reporter or a sports reporter or, um, you know, I wanted to be in front of the camera. I did a little acting when I was younger. So it just goes hand in hand with all of that. Um, but I got into a little bit more. And as you progress in that major, you don't really get on air until, you know, you're a sophomore, junior, senior. But I did, I did enjoy it. And I, it's, I've learned, I learned a lot of skills that I even use today um, in my job that has nothing to do with being on air. But mm-hmm. I guess I'm using it with this right now because yeah. this is, I mean, podcasts, we talk to, it's so funny. It was like four, more than four years ago, but we were talking about podcasts then, you know, about what they are. And everyone was like, they weren't really the, all the rage back They're then. They're so yeah. big now. Everyone starts so a podcast big. now. I know. And it's, and my bosses have a podcast even. And I, I'll, I'll get into that when I tell you guys what I kind of do and what my day looks like. But anyway, so I went to University of Kentucky with a broadcast journalism major and a communications minor. What kind of and internships? I had a great time. Sorry? Sorry to interrupt, but what kind of internships and jobs did you have at UK that goes along with broadcast journalism? So I had probably one of the most shocking and really interesting internships ever when I was um, a sophomore. A sophomore, end of sophomore year, going to my junior year, mm-hmm. I interned for the UFC, the Ultimate um, Fighting Championship. It's like oh my gosh, wow, Conor that's McGregor. so interesting. Yeah, I am. I, um, I interned for them and I was on their social media and marketing team. And I spent the summers going to fights. And I mean, you can't really see me on this podcast, but I'm like a five, three, <laughs> bubbly, girly girl. So you wouldn't really, you wouldn't, we wouldn't really think that I would be interested in ultimate fighting, but it was actually so interesting. And I learned so much and it was just, it was like a whole different culture, but I do like sports. So that played into it. Did you get so to I travel with for it? the UFC for a summer? Did you get to travel a lot with it? No, just because it's expensive, and I think that they they wanted to, like, save that for the more senior-level people. But right. I did get to meet quite a few people. I met um, Conor McGregor, which is the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. A lot of the fighters and at the fight, <laughs> Justin Timberlake was at one of the fights, and I was like, can I please meet him? And my boss was like, no, you got to play it cool. So <laughs> I played it cool. I would not <laughs> I tried played to play it cool. It cool. So but did you get... I had that internship, and then throughout college, I worked at this great workout studio that is still there, and it's awesome. So if any of you are looking to work out, you should go to Sweat Lex. It's awesome. Um, so I worked there for a year and a half, and I ended up running their social media. I tried to get their social media off the ground. So that was my other internship I had in college. And then nothing – I had two internships, and – again neither of these were in fashion and um they were probably the farthest things away from fashion it was fitness and um sports and marketing right. so it, it couldn't be more different um but then I graduated and I 
was like, I'm moving to New York City. I'm doing it. Had you like had you um, always wanted to move there, or was it a more recent thing when you were in college? I actually, you know, it's funny. I always wanted to live here. My mom had a client here. My mom worked in um, PR and marketing and advertising, and one of her really big clients is based in the city. And my mom is a single mom, so when she travels, she, we she'd come here for her meetings, but we'd make like a weekend out of it, you know. Yeah. So we so she would always bring me. And I remember being probably like six or seven and coming here and telling my mom, like, I want to live in New York City when I grow up because it's so romantic in your head. You know, you yeah. have, and, and, and it was all, always around the holidays. So the tree was lit up Ooh. and, you know, the sacks is windows and it's just, it's, it's wonderful. So, um, I really, I really wanted to move here when I was, when I was graduating college, but my whole family was on the West coast now, um, in Vegas and in Southern California. So I had, I was like, do I go to New York? Do I go to LA? Do I, do I, do I go to DC? Like, I didn't, I didn't know, but in the back of my, my head and in my heart always, I knew I wanted to go to New York City. Yeah, it was like a gut feeling. Oh yeah, it was a total gut feeling. And I felt like I was just needing to get here so fast and I didn't know anyone here. And, um, I, I knew one girl who's actually my best friend and my, um, now my best friend and she, we were friends in college and we were in the same sorority and we moved here together, and we that's were like, so what do we do? How do we do this? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, um, a lot. I I mean, I want to live in a big city one day, but just thinking about that, I'm like, That's yeah. one of the questions we have for you. Tell us, like, how it was adjusting to life in New York City, like, right out of college. So I, I have to make a point of this because I think social media and just talking about this makes it seem so like effortless and, right. and, you know, she moved to New York city, she dropped her bags down and she had got the job and the apartment. <laughs> uh, but to be honest, it was tough. I mean, I didn't have a job. I was interviewing and, and, and like struggling because it's very expensive to live here. So I didn't have a job for a while. I was here for probably two, two and a half months without a job, which was so fun. Don't get me wrong. But I was right. like, okay, I think it's time to buckle down. I So I moved to New York May 21st and graduated May like 7th or whatever. Wow. So I moved here and I was like, I just wanted to get here. I was like, I just want to get here. I want to get a job. I want to get my life going. I wanted, I wanted to do it. So I moved here and I couldn't, I didn't, I, I knew I had background in communications and a lot in social media and marketing and sports. So I was like, okay, Oh, and I also did a little bit of producing in college, which I really enjoy doing. But um, but you you start out in a really small market for that, so I didn't want to like move to South Dakota. I wanted to be in New York City. Um, yeah. But anyway, so I came here and I was interviewing, and it's so funny. My little in my sorority was interning here that summer. So I moved in May. She was here in May. And she she worked. She was a uh, she did something in fashion. I don't remember her major, but she worked for this company called Scotch and Soda, which is a men's fashion brand. It's awesome. It's really great stuff. Um, and I had gone to dinner with her dad when he was in town, and her and she, and he um, was like, I need to introduce you to Kate's boss or. Um, it must have not been her boss, but it was someone that she worked with. So we were introduced via email and she was like, you know what? I have, I, w- I explained to her my situation. I was like, I don't have any um, background in fashion, but I like fashion. Um, and I just, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't really know where to start. So she was like, let me introduce you to this one woman who's helped me so much in the past. She's a recruiter, but she uh, specifies or 
think that's the right word, specialized, yeah, in uh, <laughs> fashion, high-level fashion and media. Um, so like Turner Broadcasting, thing, um, big networks like that. So she introduced me to my now boss, <laughs> and her name it's is crazy. Marissa. And, um, but my whole goal of going to that interview or to the meeting of this woman was she was going to help me find a job. So she was going to put me in a fashion company um, and I was going to test it out and see if I liked it and, uh, and go from there. But I ended up getting along so well with her and her sister who is named Jamie and she is the vice president of the um, section of the company. And I got along so well with them and I was so inspired by them. And they're just like, they're to me, they're the epitome of New York city. They're moms, but they, they go on the subway. They wear fantastic outfits. They are like going from meeting to meeting. They do it all. And I was like, I want to, I want to be you. Since she asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I was like, I think I want to be you. Um, <laughs> no, Marissa yes. asked me that. Um, so then there was a little back and forth with some timing, just they couldn't hire them and, or, or they weren't able to make the hire then, but then she called me one day and she said, I'd really like to hire you on my team. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's, well, it'll almost be a year. Um, and I've, I now do the, I run the marketing and social media for Choice Fashion and Media. And we are a um, recruiting, a boutique recruiting fashion and media recruiting firm. So we basically have all these relationships with a lot of high-level fashion clients in New York City and staff people in their, in their companies. And I don't think I'm allowed to say some of the companies just because it's, no, that's okay. it's just it's client privacy. But a lot of our clients, I sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm working with them. It's, it's, it's insane. And it's not like I'm working. For an example, um, I love the brand Chanel. And I've always wanted, and I thought in the back of my mind, like, that would be my dream company to work for, like Chanel. But now, not saying I do, but as an example, I touch Chanel, basically, because I help staff the people that work for Chanel. And I have this relationship with them. And I make their, and I help them make their careers, you know, great. Or I help my bosses help them make their careers great. Um, so that's kind of what I, what I do now. Um, that's my title. I'm marketing and um, social media. So for um, Choice Fashion Media, yeah. So Choice Fashion Media finds their recruits. So are you talking about on the client side or the candidate side? Like our actual clients or people like me who didn't have a job? People like you that didn't have a job, like, um, I guess people that are just out of college. Okay, so that's a, that's a really great question because that's kind of my job, too. I, I handle a lot of, like, the College Ambassador Program, which we actually have a College Ambassador for Kentucky, which is great. She just, yeah, she's, excuse me, she's really new to the program. I just contacted her probably a month ago, Um, but she's going to be doing a lot of stuff in the um, second semester. So for college kids, I post a lot of the jobs that we get on college boards. Now it's tricky because a lot of the times they're looking for people that can be in New York or, um, you know, we get jobs, jobs, uh, not offers, but opportunities in Atlanta or LA or um, places like that, that they need students there. So I'll post on, let's say they want a student to work to help with the, with the selling market. So I'll post on FIT's job board and I'll get all these resumes in. Or 
another thing that I'm in charge of is all of our social media, which you all know, and I know that social media is like the number one way to get a hold of somebody now. It's It's crazy. Game changer. But (laughs) so I utilize that not only in my, in my personal life, but also professionally, I post all of our job opportunities. I post, um, you know, our hot jobs, which are jobs that we need to fill like as soon as possible, little jobs, big jobs, um, motivational messages, tips, um, little things about New York all the time on our social media that has actually brought in so many people like myself that when I didn't have a job and I'll get DMs all the time of, Hey, is this role still open? I'm actually really in, interested in it. And I'll contact that person, give them my email, have them send their resume in, bring them in for an interview. Cause we always like to meet our candidates before we get started just so we have that face-to-face um, relationship. And and then we place them in the job. It's it's actually so crazy how easy isn't the right word, but um, resourceful social media is in my job. I use it probably more than anything else, which is fun because social media is so fun. Yeah, um, so do these companies hire you all to help them find the candidates for the job? How does that work? Does that make sense? Um, yes. It depends on the type of job it is. Okay. But, yes, yeah, so it's either, you know, we hire all – we help hire all roles between temp and perm. So um, you could be you could be interested in like a little assignment or a designer position or a sales associate or a director of finance. Like it, it there's such a big range and there's so many different qualities that go with each um, job that it just depends on the job. But yeah, we we basically help these companies that are so busy with a bunch of things that don't really know, don't want to sift through the resumes or or find the find the perfect person so we are just like a helping hand we're like the middleman between you know the fresh grad and the merchandising assistant for Dior or something like that you know what I mean yeah and so Mm -hmm. what does a day look like in your life working at the firm so um it's so fun I can't lie it's really fun um but I, uh, my office is actually located in Midtown Manhattan on 42nd and 5th Avenue, which is really great. It's all, it's around a bunch of banks. It's a very much so um, working culture. It's, yeah, so an inspiring environment. I'm like, I'm in it. Yeah, I, I, I take the, I live in uh, lower Manhattan. I live in the East Village. So I take the train up to Grand Central and I get off at Grand Central and I'll go to work. I'll usually get to work around nine. I try to get my workout um, done in the morning. So I'll usually get to work around nine, um, 8.45, nine o'clock. And I'll get in and I'll, it's funny, my, my, the sector of my company, there's only about five of us. And um, a lot of them do, the rest of them do majority of the recruiting and I'm solely marketing. So I, um, I get in, I check my email and I usually queue up what I'm going to post on social media that day. I check the, um, insights from the night before, or if there was any clicks to our page or anything like that, I'll go through all of that. Um, I usually have a call with my bosses, um, to talk about, you know, what is the most important job we fill today, or if I'm, if I need to meet with a candidate and then I'll go out and, um, like yesterday, I think I had four meetings with candidates, with potential candidates. So I'll bring those in. They're usually about a half an hour to 45 minutes long, just so I get to know these people, know what their goals are, know what their dream job is, and and look at their resume, and then pass them along to the recruiters in my company. 
so I'm kind of like the face-to-face person because a lot of the times I am um, the only one in the New York City office. So mm-hmm. it's it's nice to be able to to meet those people one for myself because I'm still learning, and two to, to help my to help my superiors um, do their job uh, more correctly. So so yeah, so then I do that. And for instance, today, if it was a Friday that you asked me to tell you about my day, I send out the weekly marketing report, which is all the clicks we got during the week, um, how many DMs we got, our interactions, our impressions, what post was the highest, if we got resumes from those posts. Um, And I also do this with LinkedIn as well and Facebook. So, and then I send like a little fireside chat of something really interesting, you know, all the interesting things that went on this week, if we place someone at a job, birthdays, situations like that. But I also kind of have a little side hustle. Um, it's a word that my bosses and I use all the time. Mm-hmm. My bosses run a podcast That's too, so actually. Cool. And it, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's a career focused podcast and it's all about executives and careers and these really interesting, you know, inspiring careers and how they got there, whether it's what's, your story or what's one word that would describe you. And we've been doing panels lately and we just did a social media and uh, digital media and content panel. And I help them with their podcast. And I also um, do their social media as well. What's the name of the podcast? I'm sorry. What's the name of the podcast? It's the Dreamcatchers 23 and they're on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, basically anywhere you can, listen to a podcast they're there and it's run by my boss my both of my bosses and both of my bosses are sisters actually wow and that's they, so neat they they uh their names are marissa klein and jamie stozer and they're the honestly the most inspiring people i've ever met they actually have a, an episode that's geared towards college students like i'm sure hopefully there's college students listening to this like i i want to work in fashion in new york city mm-hmm. like how do what what do i do how do i get there i want to work in you know, whatever it is and whatever city it is, I just don't know how to get there. And they record, they get, they used to get those questions all the time because they're career experts and they know what they're talking about. So they recorded an episode. It's like 25 minutes long or 20 minutes long or something like that. So it's easy to listen to if you're walking to class or you have an hour break or something. And it's all about, okay, I graduated college or I'm getting ready to graduate college. Now what? Like, what do I do now? Um, So I highly suggest listening to them. They... Yes, please. They're, I mean, they're just fantastic people. And they, if you listen to one episode, you'll be just so inspired. And I've had the opportunity to now, I, I'm kind of their, the dream catchers. I, I don't know if I'm, I can say this, but I'm like their assistant a little bit. And it's so, such a great learning opportunity for me because I've got, I've got to meet all these amazing people. I, I got to meet someone that works at Twitter and the um, VP of PR at Talbot's and just, this this HR panel that does all the HR on their own or for these insane companies in New York City and I would have never been able to meet all these people and learn from all these people if it wasn't for them so it's a, it's a great podcast again it's called the dream catchers so you should everyone should listen <laughs> what advice would you give college students who want a job in fashion um what can they be doing now so that's a great question. I think they can be doing a lot of things now. One is networking, networking, networking. You know, if it's going to a 
round table at a coffee shop on campus of kids that really like fashion or maybe going to a design class or, or a design seminar. Also, the power of social media. It's insane. I mean, LinkedIn is such an amazing tool. Like, add, research your dream company. Say your dream company is, um, let's see. I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. Say your dream company right, right now is free people. You want to work with free people. You love everything about their outfits. You think it's great. Research that company. Who's the CEO? How did they start? Can I connect with some of the people on LinkedIn? Can I look at their Instagram? Can I see who they're following on Instagram and make the connections and honestly reach out to people? And so often I've noticed in, in my little time in my career so far that people just want to help. You know, even when I got the message today or a couple of weeks ago when you guys wanted to do the podcast, I was so, I'm so excited. Like, this is awesome. I want everyone to know that you can move wherever you want and work yeah. in whatever you want and like follow your passion. It's so, it's so interesting that, um, you know, that you guys asked me because it's something that I, I love doing this. I love telling people my story and things like that. So the power of social media is amazing. Like DMing, connecting with on LinkedIn, always keeping your resume up to date and gearing your resume towards the job you're applying to. Yeah. I've so just if you're heard... applying, sorry, go ahead. Oh no. It's just funny. Cause like a lot of people we've had on, I feel like so many of them, so many of them have said just DM people or don't be scared to talk to people. Like that's the number one advice that I've gotten from so many people. Mm-hmm. I think... And it's scary. It's, it's really scary to yeah. like, I mean, I remember I DM'd this, one of my favorite bloggers the other day because I, I don't even remember. I think she posted like a lipstick that is supposed to like make your lips plump, but also keep them safe. I don't know. Some silly little thing that I'm obviously obsessed with. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I need to know where you got this. Cause she didn't tag or something and she got right back to me and I went and bought the lipstick. You know what I mean? Um, that's a silly little example, but it goes, my bosses get DMs all the time of, Hey, I really need help. Is there any way you can help me um, find a job in fashion? And they'll be like, yeah, send your resume over. We'll take a look at it. Yeah, there's just nothing to lose. so willing to help. Yeah, there's nothing to lose. And if anything, people will gain your respect. Like, wow, you know, this person really cares. Like, they're they're ready. They they went above and beyond. And they, they did something organic and kind of on social media instead of calling, hey, I would like to speak to you, which is great, but it's just like, this is like 2019. We're almost in 2020. Like we need to utilize our, our social media powers, I guess. True. So what has been your favorite and favorite part about working there and your least favorite, if you have a least favorite? So I think my favorite part would be all the people that I get to meet. Um, and being able to work in midtown Manhattan is just, it's, it's my, it was my dream and it, and it, I'm doing it. So it's, that's probably my favorite part. And also my bosses, they are, and the people that I work with, they're just, they're so, you know, I could be having a bad day because they're inevitable, but I come in and it's just so, they believe in me so much and they believe in the universe. And it's just, it's, it's really comforting to know that even though I'm so far away from home, like my work is kind of my family. My bosses like really do care for me and just want to see me excel in the best possible way. The worst part about my job, I don't have a worst part about my job, which is an annoying answer, I understand. But yeah, that's I a think, good thing. 
Is there a worse thing? But it's nice that it's, I mean, everybody's human. They have parts of their jobs they don't like. Um, I think mine would be if it's raining and I forget my umbrella and the walk from (laughs) the subway to my office, that's not amazing. And I walk in and I probably just blow dry, blow dried my hair. And now it's like sopping wet. That's probably my least favorite part. Is there like a worse part about living in New York city? The worst part about living in New York city. Wow. So I, I think it's so funny before I moved here, it was, and it's still, it's, it's very romantic and it's New York city. I mean, you can do anything here, but as you live here, you realize, wow, some things aren't as amazing as I thought it was in my head. Like Times Square, I try to stay as far away from Times Square as possible. There's, it's a lot of like overcrowding and a lot of people in one space sometimes I don't really love or the subway. Oh my gosh, this is a great example. The other morning I was on my way. Um, I did my workout downtown. So I was taking the subway from downtown to, to midtown where my office is. And I'm always usually early to everything. And I actually pride myself on being early to a lot of things. <laughs> I like being early but, too. Yeah. Me too. My mom always taught me, you got to be early. It, it shows something. Um, but I was on my way and I got stuck underground on the subway. And in the morning, the subways are packed to the brim. You're, you never get a seat. You're standing and your like bag is pushing someone next to you. And there's someone's stroller in your back. Like it's, you don't have a space to like relax. And I got stuck in the subway. There was an issue with the train in front of us for 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And I was freaking out because <laughs> you don't have any cell service down there. Yeah. How it's 2019 and I, we don't have cell service down there. I don't know. But there was no self-service, and I was like, I'm going to be late. Turns out I wasn't late because I'm always early. But I I was just like, get me out of here. I got to get out of the subway. So I think that's probably the worst part. But it's also the fastest way to get everywhere, and everybody does it. It doesn't matter, you know, what level you are in your career. You see famous people on the subway. It's just it's smart and easy. So, yeah. And, it, and the question I'll have is, what would you go back and tell your college self? I would go back and tell my college self to relax that you don't have to have, you don't have to have everything figured out. Um, even now I would tell myself to relax and you don't have to be the CEO of something yet. Like everything will work its course. Everything will run its course and everything that's, that is supposed to happen will happen as long as you try hard and you care and you're graceful and you're, you're kind to yourself and you're kind to others. So just relax like everything is going to work out and if you want something put your mind to it set goals and you're going to do it I feel so inspired by you (laughs) I'm like after this I'm like gonna go on my computer and be like internship in New York City (laughs) well it's nice you should should. and especially like after the holidays you know because right now we're so far from summer but after the holidays people will start thinking about internships and posting them online or even you know follow us on social media and we post um jobs and internships all the time and you know little jobs and things like that all over so yeah good uh, I'm glad I'm glad that that you feel inspired that makes me happy I did my job (laughs) and then as sophomores well rising juniors this summer do you think it's too early to start trying to get these internships or like what did you do as a rising junior because I know that there's a lot of pressure nowadays to get this awesome internship during the summer but sometimes in reality, it's not really like that. Right. Right. So I think to answer that question, I think obviously 
starting early is great and getting those things on your resume, but it's not everything. You know, getting a resume, you obviously, I mean, getting an internship is obviously crucial. You need to have one. You need to show that you've worked before you get hired somewhere. But what it is, you know, it doesn't need to be this brand name or this something, you know, that everybody knows. You're getting, it's almost better to get an internship in the nitty and gritty of things because you're actually learning and you're doing things and you're doing the hard work, so you're learning. Um, but I think, you know, as, as early as you can start is, is better. Um, That's to start good to as hear. early as possible. But just getting, getting some, some skills under your belt is great. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. I've like learned so much from you, and I'm sure the listeners will as well. And then let us know your Instagram yes, and so then people... Choice Fashion Media's Instagram. Of course, you guys. This is I think what you're doing is great. It's I wish that this was a thing when I was in college because I would have benefited it, benefited from it so much. It's just you're doing great things, and even something like this, like this is a great thing that you can put on your resume. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yes, and everyone can find me at, what's my Instagram? It's Maris, M-A-R-I-S, dot Halpern, H-A-L-P-E-R-N. And then you can follow my works Instagram, which is Choice Fashion Media. Um, and then if you want to follow the podcast, which everyone should go listen to, and I'll tell them to say that about yours as well. Mm, thank um, you. It's called the Dreamcatchers 23 and they're just amazing and extremely inspiring and um, will really help college kids that don't really know what, what to do next. Um, but, but yeah, <coughs> excuse me. You guys are really doing something so great and you'll be able to put this on your resume and um, I'm proud. Yeah. It's awesome. And I'm honored to be a guest. This is great. This is a weird way to end, but we're starting to do a life hack at the end of every episode. And we were wondering mm-hmm. if you had like a fashion life hack or just a tip in general that a lot of people wouldn't know about, like even about something random, if that makes sense. Or even it could be New York City. A New York City life hack, just a little tip for people. Let me let me think about this really quick. Oh, oh, I have a good one. This actually might be like really not great, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend it's great because I didn't know. It's okay. Ours have been like super random. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this is a life hack for me. I love shoes. I, like, love the most ridiculous shoes, too, that aren't very comfortable. So um, I always, in commuting in New York, you're walking everywhere all the time. So I always bring, I have, like, a little bag for my cute shoes, and I'll, like, throw them in my purse or, like, my backpack or whatever. And I'll wear, and I'll walk to work in, like, my tennis shoes. Or right now, since it's, like, not amazing outside, I'll wear my boots or whatever. And then when I get to work, before I walk into my office, I'll put my nice shoes on. Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I walked here in these. And um, <laughs> it's actually such, everybody does it here just because no one is going to be comfortable in their, yeah. in their work shoes. You know? So I think that's a good tip. That's a really and good tip. always carry your umbrella because it could rain at any second ever. Even if it's, there's 100% sunshine, it's going to rain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I hope that's a good tip. No, it is. And we've had so much fun talking with you. And we're so excited to see what your future has in store from Instagram. I'm sure you're going to do great things. And we've had so much fun today. We really appreciate you calling us. Thank you guys so much for having me on. And I wish you the best of luck. You guys are two great Rachels. And you're going to you're going to do great things. So congratulations. And your podcast is awesome. I cannot wait to listen to one. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Have a great day.